So the real question here is, when is Elon Musk going to use his billionaire money to make an actual Iron Man suit or Batman? I promise this ties into the episode today somehow, but I went and saw... Um, I'm going to totally date myself here, because hopefully you're listening to this in like 10 years, but I saw Spider-Man No Way Home literally finished like an hour ago, and I love Spider-Man, so thank you that all of them are put together and all of this finally makes sense and there's some closure. Anyways, seriously, the billionaires of the world or whatever could make their own, become their own Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark. Like, I'm sure there's a subreddit out there about it that I have not read yet, but... I thought you guys should know that. Let's go back. Spider-Man. Spider-Man trying to get into college. College. We're going to talk about college today. <laughs> Did you like that segue? I just needed to talk to someone about Marvel. So, um, college. Yeah. Um, in this one, Peter and MJ and Ned, right, are trying to get into MIT and having issues, right, college application. And they're like, well, even if we get in, we got to pay for it, yada, yada, yada. So, I actually got a pretty easy <laughs> full-ride scholarship. Let me be clear, it was two-year full-ride at my community college, but my goodness, full-ride? Um, who cares what college it was at? And it was transferable, transferable credits, and it was, like, one of the most awesome thank-you-God opportunities I've had. Um, okay, so yeah, full-ride scholarship and I'm going to tell you the five steps it took for me to get it and for you to look for and get your own full ride as well. So come on, let's go. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls who are done with feeling overwhelmed by the weight of student loans, cramming for the next exam, and oh yeah, trying to figure out God's calling for your life. I get it. Don't worry, I got you. I know exactly how you feel. I'm Kara, a recovering overachiever and debt-free college graduate, and I'm going to help you find peace to quiet your racing thoughts. You will walk away equipped to bust anxiety, walk in God's purpose for your life, and even graduate college debt-free. So come on and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended, Money and Mental Peace. Grab your cold brew and TI-89 because class is now in session. Okay, before we get into this, one more thing I thought of. Elon Musk is the Batman, right? And Tesla is to the Batmobile. He has a vehicle already, and I'm sure he could make it fly. So this isn't too far-fetched, people. Or Jeff Bezo- Bezos. Bezos? Although he just doesn't seem quite as much like the, like, really, you know, billionaire scientist as much as, like... Musk is a little more inventor-like, am I right? Anyways, college. They probably went to college. Let's talk about college. Okay, so we're going to do a little review. If you guys haven't watched, I'm sorry, I mean listened to the last episode about how I got a degree for $1,200. It lays out the first part of my associate's degree. And here we're going to talk about the whole full ride scholarship deal. Okay. So this will be a little review, but my community college, so they have two full ride tuition options within the college and community choir and symphonic band. 
So these groups are open to college students and community members too, but the college students have the added perk of being able to apply for entirely complete tuition payment, which is quite amazing. The community members can just join and sing if they want to. It's not like to charge or anything. So these two scholarship options are available on my school, my community college's financial aid um, scholarship application, but like most students never search for scholarships on the school website, let alone hear about like full ride options. So um, <laughs> yeah, you might be able to find some. I'll tell you all in a bit how you can, but let's come back to here. Anyways, as I mentioned um, before, um, I was looking online for for these things because I had also heard of some local like f uh, family in my church who had had such scholarships before. Um, I had been just doing, you know, like testing out of classes and then one class at a time paying cash, but I was kind of getting a little antsy to just like get moving, you know, like get some classes checked off my list, get more into full time. And so I had reached out to the professor and choir director and she said that it you know even though it was after the deadline to apply note that it was after the deadline um because I didn't even know about it until after the deadline I didn't look it up till then she said someone was not using the scholarship that they had received the coming year and was in essence giving the scholarship back or you know not taking it and so then I could come in and audition for it. And actually, another note, one of the students, like their GPA was too low or something like that, or something happened within um, their qualifications and eligibility, and they couldn't have the scholarship either. So that's just another clue to you guys that sometimes scholarships that are um, have certain requirements... <laughs> sometimes can be waived within the right circumstances. I have a friend who got, um, he got a scholarship for women because nobody else had applied. Now, that is not always the case, but just, there are a lot of options out there. So anyways, let's go back. So, but actually, um, the director was on vacation for two weeks because it was the summer and it was after the deadline and all that. So I had to just wait and agonize about it that whole time. <laughs> I was pretty nervous and I wish I could just could have gotten it over with, you know. Um, so when the audition date came, my two song selections were pr went pretty well. I just, the sight reading <laughs> was kind of horrible. Um, but however, I still got the scholarship and it was like definitely an answer to prayer, God's guidance in that. So it turned out though, that I was probably going to get the scholarship no matter what, if I had done well or terrible on the audition. And I don't want to disqualify. I think I can sing reasonably well and she let me in and whatnot. However, what I'm just saying is there was money available. I got the scholarship and there was no one else to use it. So apparently in the past, sometimes not even enough students would audition and there would have been scholarships left over. And this can happen so often. I once heard that a college north of me had a, it was like a unique 
sport. It was like badminton or like curling or something like that, um, a scholarship available that was never awarded. And so basically, if anyone had applied for it, even if they weren't skilled at all or had never played again, they could have gotten the funding, I guess, and just sat on the bench or something if they didn't know how to play. Uh, yes, there are a lot of scholarships out there that are super competitive. I totally acknowledge that. But also, there are so many that aren't even handed out to people because no one applies. This can happen so often. Students might not know or might not like um, playing an instrument or singing, right? But if scholarships are available like this, why don't you go try to make a joyful noise <laughs> and try to sing, try to audition for something, um, even if you're not an accomplished singer. So seriously, you don't even have to know like what scholarships will remain unrewarded because no one applied. Sometimes you just have to ask your advisor or a financial aid rep which scholarships are low competition. Even if it's like $50 or $100, go for it, definitely. So let's lay out a few steps that you can um, you can take to try to find something like this. But before that, I want to do want to note, why did I call this an easy scholarship? I was thinking because it wasn't a humongous application, it was something I had already done. I had been singing in my church worship band, you know, for a while now. And so it was something like in my niche. And to get the scholarship to keep up, like you had to keep up a 2.5 GPA. I acknowledge that can be hard sometimes. Um, but I'm talking to you guys, and I'm assuming you guys were like me just because that's who I'm gearing this podcast to. And... <laughs> I was more of an overachiever, so 2.5 wasn't too bad for me to keep up, and I just had to go to a rehearsal Tuesday nights, and we had a few uh, shows a year just at the college, not, like, traveling far. Um, so it was just, like, easy stuff to do to get the funding, and pretty easy to reach out directly to the director and get an email back, and pretty easy also because it was following God's guidance and was just kind of dropped in my lap. Okay, so let's go through these steps, shall we? Zero uno. Okay, girl, let's just be... <laughs> you know I'm going to go here first. Let's just pray. Step number one is pray. Praying for guidance, praying for direction, praying for um, closed doors and open windows to jump out of, you know, safely, of course, and everything to just have direction to where you might need to be looking for scholarships or funding. Um, it might not end up being a full-ride scholarship, but these steps can apply to both a full-ride scholarship you're looking for, an, an easier full-ride, or just other random scholarships. And so, okay, so yeah, pray. I mean, simple. I can do an example. You know, Jesus... I just really think that um, you're guiding me to study this for this degree, to study in school and college, and um, but I really want it to be in your guidance and will and time. And would you please open up the situations for me to find the right scholarships and funding so that I can go to college and not have to get loans and at all to go through it, and that I can graduate and have whatever I'm earning to be the funds for my life and for serving and for you. And just please guide me in my steps in Jesus name. Amen. Number two is ask your network of people. Who do you see within your family, within your friends, 
within just your sphere of influence at work and class and everyday life? How about church? Um, or just posting on Facebook, Instagram. Um, maybe when you listen to this now, those social media platforms will be obsolete, but oh well. Just ask whoever, even just a generic text, send it out to a bunch of people or an email or whatever, and just, this is what you're trying to do in school, and you've heard that there are a lot of scholarships out there, and do ask your friends and family if they know of any. Um, like I said, I heard this, I knew this from family at our church that had done this previously. Also, sometimes people's companies have scholarships. Just be politely annoying, <laughs> politely bug people, and ask. Um, that's kind of the first step in initiating for all of this to happen and ask God to open the door for, you know, who might have some guidance for you. Number three is research at your school and on your school website, you know, or with a financial aid advisor or whatnot. Um, honestly, people just don't look sometimes if you go, okay, so different colleges, it, it can depend, but if you're currently planning on or enrolled or going to a college, you can look on your on the website under financial aid and then scholarships that's normally the pathway that's taken and just kind of peruse it for a while see what's available see when the deadlines are see when the options are um, for different you know if you're a transfer student or freshman and then and or if you'd like talk with specifically a financial aid advisor about what program you're in and what skills you have and what scholarships they know of. Sometimes that's, it can be a half hour meeting and provide you so many more options than you realized. Now be aware they'll probably also suggest information on loans for you as well and like I'm not here standing here saying that like I hate people get loans or something. I'm just saying you could just acknowledge that you're preferring to find other means you know, as of right now, looking into that and ask for scholarships or grants or info, work study info on that, specifically other things like that. Um, yeah, so then number four is looking at online databases. So this is after, let's say you've, you know, continually been praying through all of this. You're asking your network of people, you know, your school, and then you could go to online databases like scholarshipowl.com that's like the like the animal the bird and owl right scholarship owl there's also niche.com or niche so i'm going to spell that because sometimes people pronounce that differently n i c h e.com um some there's um chegg.com cuz sometimes you can get rent textbooks at chegg or honestly just google scholarship databases <laughs> you usually have to make an account and you can start um putting your info in and filtering through and finding scholarships to apply for. And there are just tons out there. And I would suggest filtering also by deadlines so that you know, um, like when it's coming. So you're not like, I'm going to go apply for this one. And then it's due tonight. <laughs> and the last one, number five is reach out anyways, just like I did with this professor the the deadline was already passed. I reached out. I said, just wondering if there's still any chance for me to audition. Maybe if, you know, not all the scholarships were awarded or something else happened, um, you can follow up with, hey, I realize this is 
a scholarship for guys, for men, but I have all these other eligibility, you know, I qualify otherwise, and I heard on this random podcast <laughs> that a lot of scholarships are go- gone, they go unawarded. I'm sorry, guys. I'm stumbling over my words tonight. I think I'm tired. <laughs> um, they go ungiven, un, you know, funded, awarded to people, and would I be able to apply for it? Just like annoyingly, but tactfully bug people about it. Go ahead and try and ask. Anytime that you find out there's a no, like you can't apply, but it's just because maybe there's like one or two requirements that you don't qualify for, you're not eligible for, that is a chance that you could reach out. Now, obviously, if it's something that's for like engineering and you're going to be an art teacher or something and you have no idea what the question even is asking you to write out for the essay. Like I understand there are instances that aren't really going to work, but sometimes if it's like an age range, even a gender, or um, sometimes even with a major or certain experience, you can just reach out and ask to apply anyways. So yeah, so those are my five top tips to finding an easy full ride scholarship and full disclosure it might also be other amounts of scholarships might not be easy might not be full ride however that is what i did those are the steps that i have taken throughout other aspects of finding scholarships and hey one more thing i'd love to help you out with it so here's my bonus tip i guess it's number six or 5.5 or something I actually own a business where I find student scholarships for college. So I totally understand you might have gone through this episode and been like, just the idea of spending that time reaching out to people, all those people and, you know, the financial aid advisor and online databases is so frustrating to me. Um, I just want someone to do it for me. So that's where I come in. I'm kind of like your middleman. I, what I do is I talk with you you know, either on the phone or an email, and you answer kind of a list of common scholarship questions, like your past experience, future interests, major, you know, race, ethnicity, nationality, etc., etc. And then I go about and try to find scholarships for you that you qualify for, and then I present them to you. And I do that as my business, whereas I charge less than 1% of the full amount I find you. Okay, that might have been kind of vague, but here's an example. If I find you $10 in scholarships, I mean, they're all more than $10 usually, but like if I found you $10 in scholarship opportunities, I'd charge you like $1. But then it's your responsibility to go finish applying for the scholarship because it would be illegal (laughs) for me to go and be like, my name is Sally and I'm applying for this. You know, like you have to do the application yourself, and I can't guarantee that you'll get the money because the scholarship judges do that. But I am able to help look for a list of scholarships that you would be eligible for. And I have different tiers, you know, if you want me to find anywhere between $10,000, $20,000, and $30,000 in scholarship opportunities, and then you would go ahead and try to do the applying, etc. So yeah, if you would like my help, go ahead and send me an email at info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. And again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. And let me know 
which of these five steps you've tried. If you just want to hire me to find scholarships for you and whatever else you thought about this podcast, I'd love to love to hear it. So also, if you graduate debt free, go become like an inventor and then make your own Spider-Man or Iron Man or Batman or whatever suit. Just remember me, okay? I really appreciate it. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.